This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Fences and more police in D.C. We have to deal for the worst case scenario and hope for the best case. FDA panel considers booster shots. The federal government will be ready to distribute them whenever the FDA says go. Wanted bus drivers. We have not been able to transport all of our students to school. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Security's tight in Washington, D.C. the day before a rally of people who support those who've been charged in the deadly Capitol attack. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. An estimated 700 far-right demonstrators are expected to gather outside the Capitol Saturday in a rally to support those who rioted on January 6th. According to an intelligence bulletin obtained by CBS News, the Department of Homeland Security is aware of a small number of recent online threats of violence. Social media users discussed storming the Capitol the night before the rally, and other references to violence included using the rally to target Jewish institutions, elected officials, and liberal churches. But rally organizer Matt Brainard, a former Trump campaign staffer, says the event will be peaceful. The Capitol Police know that we are no threat. This is a theater to deter people from attending. You certainly can't ignore any chatter. Thomas O'Connor was an FBI agent for 23 years on the Joint Terrorism Task Force. He says law enforcement must overprepare. What I'm most worried about is the threat that we do not know about. An FDA advisory panel meets today to consider whether Pfizer's COVID vaccine booster shot is safe and effective. It comes amid new debate about whether an additional shot is needed and if so, when. Dr. Ashish Jha of Brown University. People who are vulnerable, people who are older, people with chronic diseases, immunocompromised, uh, they would benefit from a third shot. I think that it is necessary for that group. For young and healthy people, I am far less convinced that we need that third shot. The White House wants to begin a booster rollout as soon as next week. At school, the pandemic debate has been about masks and virtual learning, but there's another problem in a lot of places, too. CBS's Errol Barnett on the scramble to find school bus drivers. With an alarming shortage of school bus drivers in Baltimore, single mother Ebony Sherlock is forced to call a lift three to four times a week just to get her kids to school. This costs her more than $40 twice a day. I just don't have those extra funds right now. 
More than half of America's school districts report their driver shortage is severe or desperate. Many drivers retired during the pandemic, and now some are fearful of face-to-face -face interaction with potentially infected kids. In Massachusetts, National Guard soldiers were deployed to drive buses, and Pennsylvania is also considering doing the same. This morning, there was a nationwide ground stop affecting all United Airlines flights because of a system outage that now has been lifted. The exact nature of the problem, unclear. Prominent South Carolina attorney Alex Murdoch faced a judge yesterday charged in a failed plot to arrange his own death so his son could collect on an insurance policy. Former Attorney General Charlie Condon says there's more to the case than that. He has stolen large sums of money from the law firm, and some of that money does belong to, to clients. You're looking then at, at, at really serious felony charges. And also unsolved, the killings of Murdoch's wife and another son and a housekeeper. CBS's Jerika Duncan has the latest on the search for a Florida woman, Gabby Petito, who vanished during what was a contentious cross-country trip with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie. Laundrie is now a person of interest in his fiance's disappearance. Stephen Bertolino represents the Laundries. On behalf of the Laundrie family, I will hope that Miss Petito is located and that she's reunited with her family. Petito's family attorney, Rick Stadford, read a scathing letter from Gabby's parents addressed to the Laundries. Gabby lived with you for over a year. She's going to be your daughter-in-law. How can you keep her location hidden? Petito's father is desperate to find her. Whatever you can do to make sure my daughter comes home, I'm asking for that help. The Border Patrol says thousands of migrants have set up a makeshift camp under the bridge that connects Mexico with Del Rio, Texas. Portable toilets and water have been brought in. The area is a draw because the Rio Grande is shallow in that spot, and people have been able to go back and forth. One of the 10 House Republicans who voted to impeach former President Trump for inciting the January Capitol attack says he will not seek re-election next year. Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio cites the chaotic political environment and the toxic dynamics in the Republican Party. Mr. Trump had already endorsed his potential primary opponent. Among his many projects, filmmaker Ken Burns has tackled the Civil War, country music, and baseball. Now, as CBS's Steve Futterman tells us, the subject that premieres Sunday is Muhammad Ali. I am the greatest. He's this amazing figure who intersects with all of the issues of the late 20th century. Ken Burns' documentary includes the high moments. And Muhammad Ali's controversial moments. The real enemies of my people are right here, not in Vietnam. There is Ali's conversion to Islam, his repeated womanizing, his belittling of his great rival Joe Frazier. The documentary portrays a complicated yet magnificent life. I mean, this is a mythic story and the epic hero's journey. And viewers see Ali's metamorphosis from a divisive figure to a man beloved worldwide. Well, listen to this line from the Netflix series The Queen's Gambit. There's Nona Gabrindashvili, but she's the female world champion and has never faced men. In reality, that chess master is still alive and angry. She says she faced men many times and beat them and is suing Netflix to get the line removed, calling it an attack on her character. A star from Hollywood's golden age of musicals has died. Dad, I want to marry you! What? I said I want to marry you! You do? Yes!
That's Jane Powell with Fred Astaire in Royal Wedding. She got that role at 21 when two other stars dropped out. She joked back then that all the other actresses in Hollywood were pregnant at the time. Powell was 92 years old. There's a new 500 Greatest Songs list from Rolling Stone. Aretha Franklin belts out the new number one, Respects. On the previous list 17 years ago, it was Bob Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone. In fact, just about half of the songs on the previous list are gone from this new one. There's more R&B and hip-hop on the revised 500. It's a tough time in the auto showroom. More and more, that showroom is becoming the Internet. Dealers are facing competition from startups that sell directly to customers and customers who are used to buying online. Will it ever go back to how it was? I don't think so, but out of crisis comes opportunity. Detroit area car dealer Thad Zada, pioneer in online sales, something that's grown since the start of the pandemic. Dealers are also picking up and dropping off vehicles for service as they compete with independent shops. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. A Michigan dad has filed a $1 million lawsuit against his 7-year-old daughter's school district and two people who work there. The biracial girl's hair was cut on one side by a classmate. Then two days later, a teacher cut the hair on the other side. The teacher apologized and was reprimanded. And that's the World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. 
Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.